0: Welcome to Newborn to Teen and Everything in Between, the podcast from Bespoke Family.
1: I'm Bex. And I'm Claire. Thanks for joining us as we tackle the ups and downs of life with children, helping you to get the best out of your time together. No rules, no judgment, just guidance. So grab a cuppa and let's get started with today's episode.
0: Today we're going to be talking about biting. Biting. And I have to admit that I don't really know too much about biting, Claire, so I'm hoping that your expertise is going to shine through on this one. Okay. Are we going to do a challenge, Bet? I feel like we should. Oh, goodness. Okay, I really don't know, but let's Okay, let's well, try. let's see.
1: Because actually, you know, there's lots of parents that probably are in the situation where they don't expect their child to bite.
0: It well, is no, I mean, the... it's a massive shock, isn't it? Because... I think if an adult bit, mm-hmm. I mean, that's like something where you would say there was something really wrong with them if it was an adult, because people should be able to control it. So, yeah, it's a but shock, then, isn't it?
1: Have a look at some of the sports people in the world who oh, have that's true. Yeah. bitten. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is just... Anyway, anyway, yes, anyway let's, let's not. Let me give you the answers. before we start? Okay, so your challenge Bex for this session is your child is two years old Mm -hmm. and they have bitten you occasionally in a moment but they've now started to bite other children at nursery Mm -hmm. what are you going to do? I
0: think that I've learned enough from you to know that biting is a way to express something. It's not an aggressive, well, it is aggressive, but it's not because they are aggressive. It's because there's some kind of emotion behind it. So I think the first... It's really hard because the first thing you want to do is to stop the biting. I mean, that's like, you know, it's it's embarrassing. You know, it it actually could be quite dangerous if they really hurt the other child if they've got teeth that you know are hurting. So, I think that I would perhaps look at what the trigger might be. Hey, I, love I could that. see your face. Hooray. Um, what the trigger might be to biting, and then. Kind of take a step back and look at what I might be able to do to stop it before it got to the point where my child bit.
1: Wow. Good so that's year. all I could say. And how would you manage it with nursery?
0: Well, I think I, I would hope that they would also be on that wavelength mm-hmm. that they would be able to look at when. but I think I'd have to have a conversation with them to say, you know what what is the circumstance that my child bites in? you know what's happening at that point are they let's say are they hungry is somebody not letting them share a toy or I suppose the trouble comes when you can't really see what the trigger is because I think if you if they say well nothing's happening and he just comes up and bites but I think it might not be obvious and you might have to work quite hard to find what the trigger is but eventually I think that if you study it enough you will be able to however that is quite hard because that means that almost you need to let the biting run for a little bit to be able to sort of kind of work it out but
1: yeah there you go wow I, I feel impressed. like
0: I'm your like your deci- not what you call it your follower mm-hmm. and like it's it, I'm your student that's it yeah a bit like wax on wax off <laughs> <in that one. laughs> and I'm learning like the craft. kid, kid. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,
1: All that reading of the blogs and yeah. listening to me is starting to rub off. Yeah, I'm impressed. Excellent. Okay. Okay. So I think we need to just go back to the whole biting thing, and it is completely natural normal for some children to bite. Mm-hmm. It just is, you know, and I think. It's as you say, you know, you would use the word embarrassing.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think what we're doing is putting an adult kind of thought process to that. So, yeah, you know, donkeys kick and mm-hmm. animals bite and those sorts of things. And so where are like, children don't. And how do we stop it? And that was exactly what you said, isn't it? You just want to stop it. And particularly, you know, sometimes some children will only bite, you know, a family member. Others kind of broaden out their horizons and start looking at other opportunities to bite. And that's because they're in situations where that's their their response. And so I've, you know, I've worked with so many children who bite and the biggest thing I would say to start off with is it is not a reflection of you as a parent or a carer. It is not something that is you know they're going to continue to do it forevermore and everything you know it is just a human response to something Mm -hmm. and like you say there's a trigger that it's a bit like when a child hits or when a child kicks and they will be other podcasts Mm because they're they're all slightly different but I think with biting they can leave a mark Mm -hmm. and and it can be hard, particularly in a nursery situation or if you're on play dates and things like that and your child goes over and decides to mm. bite. And then the reaction of the other child can be incredibly kind of heightened as well because of the shock and then seeing that they might have a bite mark. Mm. And
0: Would you say that a lot of children bite? It's quite... It's quite common.
1: Quite common. And I mm. would say it's one of the more common behaviours for children in a nursery and particularly kind of the under twos Mm -hmm. because you've got to remember those environments there's a lot going on there's a lot of children there's a you know there's lots of toys there's lots of things and sometimes if they haven't got those words to articulate I want to do this Mm -hmm. or get out of my way or stop annoying me or don't take my toy Mm -hmm. actually they haven't got those words so you see them kind of the whole clench fists you know and because they can't say it mm-hmm. it's it's a way of getting it out so the way to look at biting is that it's it's an underpin as i will always mm-hmm. say it's an underpinning something's triggered it mm-hmm. as you rightly say and it's just the behavior that comes from it so for some children they'll scream some children won't even react they may sit very sharp you know quietly mm-hmm. and become quite reserved and not cope with that situation, others might hit out, others might bite. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And so it's important that we work with what underpins that behaviour, not going straight in on the biting. Mm-hmm. And that's commonly what we will kind of, you know, instantly we'll start talking about, you can't bite, da-da-da. And very often, because it's in that moment, and because there's something that's triggered it, they don't even realise they've bitten. No. It's just a Don't release. They? No. How and we? it's kind of like and no. remember to have empathy for someone else comes quite late on it's not a skill no. that they have and so we're going oh, you can't bite da da, da da and they're like a bit like well what did I what did I do because mm. what they've done is a behavior in the moment of what they're feeling. Mhm. And so what we want to do is initially think about what's triggered it and discuss the trigger Before we start talking about the biting. Mm -hmm. We still talk about the biting, but we have to find out what that trigger is first. And so one thing I will just put out there for some children, when they're teething, Mm -hmm. you can see a big spike in biting. And And that's really
0: just because it hurts. It
1: really hurts. Mm -hmm. And the pain, and they don't understand it. And there's a shooting pain through their gums. Mm -hmm. And they're just going to clamp down on what they can. Mm -hmm. Because actually, I don't know... If anyone listening has ever experienced toothache...
0: Mm, or... I have. Oh, my goodness. Do you remember mm-hmm. how awful that was? I mean, you just can't even think straight.
1: And, you know, I've suffered with wisdom teeth of course, yeah. Um, pushing through and everything else. I have nothing but sympathy
0: mm. for babies
1: and toddlers who are teething. It is... Your whole head just feels you know and you just don't feel right and you know sometimes you know little ones can start you know having other symptoms as well and Mm -hmm. actually it's just a case of I just need to get rid of this pain in my head and Mm -hmm. actually to bite something might actually help for that split second Mm -hmm. and again they're not biting to hurt or cause harm or upset it's just a behaviour it's a response to how they're feeling and what they're experiencing
0: so should I also have said that obviously so you look the first thing you would do is to look at what the trigger might be but do you also need to look at what your response is to yeah. the biting because if the whole thing is that they're getting frustrated you're not listening to them like you mm-hmm. said in nursery or you know something's going on and there's loads going on and nobody's really seeing them Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they like well I know that if I bite somebody this is a I mean I'm not sure that they necessarily think about it like that but
1: it's more that the frustration builds Mm -hmm. from whatever situation and because it's all in there how do they get it out and so suddenly they sort of have this overwhelming urge to release those emotions, right. and that's the bite. So, so it's, it's
0: not really the same as the whole being, because sometimes the trigger is your response, isn't it? So you so have really... to be
1: careful with that, yeah, and the response that you get. So, so basically, let's just go through what can be the triggers. Uh-huh. And so, teething is one to always consider because that can be, you know, particularly with the little ones, frustration. Or just overwhelm with emotion generally. So, you know, we sometimes find that they, they when they get super excited and wound up and suddenly they just bite because mm-hmm. it's like, again, it's a really nice way of releasing emotion. Mm-hmm. And so I was once talking to a family and they were having these, you know, lovely play moments, dad and the little one, dad was, you know, doing the kind of rough and tumble but it was getting it was escalating and escalating but then would stop
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and there was no wind down from that so this little one is super excited and they're like but at the end of every time he bites and i'm like because he's absolutely on a high of emotion Mm -hmm. and so he just and it stopped and so he's like and i'll just do a nice little bite and that Mm -hmm. will kind of release it And so if we wind back down very often, then that stops Mm -hmm. the biting, which it did. Triggers of the day. So it can be, you know, as always, double checking that they're not tired or hungry. Hungry. And a way to look at that is, are you seeing a pattern of when your child typically bites? If you are noticing that it's half an hour before lunch Mm -hmm. and dinner and breakfast, whatever it might be, you know, just note it down, time and what because if it is related to hunger or tiredness you can move meal times or you can put a snack in if it's to do with sleep move your sleep times because actually you might just need to tweak those by 15 minutes and that stops mm. the biting if that's what they're linked to biting can be communicating a need mm-hmm. so actually i need help with this so again it comes back to that trigger but i you know i need help with understanding that other children have toys I need help understanding what we're doing next because what is coming up mm-hmm. and what are we doing and why did you pick me up and remove me from a situation that I was enjoying? In
0: that situation, would you would they target their bite? And I don't mean that in a like, but would they, do they bite the person that they're frustrated with or does it not really work no, like that?
1: They haven't got, remember, gaining control over emotion is again a big thing and so they're feeling emotion from the tip of their toes to the top Mm. of their head so it's just like and you sometimes see their little heads kind of what can I bite Mm. or what can I do and sometimes they will stop themselves from biting someone Mm -hmm. and go to bite something else but it's typically it's just what's there Mm -hmm. and so you might see that they bite their clothes or they might go to bite you know a cushion or something Mm -hmm. it's what's really there in that moment Mm -hmm. They do also kind of like to experiment with what happens. So, you know, children, babies particularly, are mouthing. And up until this, if they haven't had teeth and now they've got teeth Mm. and they chomp down on something and something yelps, Mm. it's like, oh, Oh." (laughs) that's interesting. Little cause and effect, what happens? If I do it again, do they yelp again? And what they're doing is just trying to build up this kind of picture in their head of, if I bite this or if i put my mouth on this and clamp down this happens
0: because they don't have any realization that even it really is like puppies isn't it Yeah. in that if you have a puppy it's mouthing you all the time isn't yep. it and you have to teach it that that isn't what yeah. you do and yeah. that actually
1: oh that you know and mm. absolutely we are going to you know teach them that we don't bite because mm-hmm. it hurts and things like that but that comes once we've established what's triggering that so and our response to that mm-hmm. And ultimately, the other times it can be when they're totally overwhelmed, mm. and they're just feeling like you know there's just too much going on. Maybe they're overstimulated. Maybe there's just too much. And sometimes it's a case of, "Oh, I don't. I'm not enjoying this situation." And that's when we can find mm. that they kind of bite or
0: because it is horrible sometimes when you hear people say you know about children that bite at nursery well, that's that horrible boy mm-hmm. you know that horrible girl that bites at nursery and I suppose if people are listening now that don't have children that bite which you know might not happen because probably the reason you're listening to it is you know perhaps just think about actually it isn't a horrible boy or a horrible all. girl it is just them doing something because they've got a frustration that they need to get out. So if you start to do the stuff, well, we'll talk about what you would do to try and help, but when you do kind of do the things to help, does it tend to stop pretty quickly or does it take, or does it depend on the child? It really depends on the child Mm,
1: and the circumstances. Yeah. And everyone being on the same page with it and working out what works for them really. And I think also, you know, If you are listening and it's, you know, your child goes to nursery and there is a biter there, Mm -hmm. having kind of an empathy for the parent.
0: Yeah, exactly. At the end of that day.
1: I used to find it so awful when you had to speak to the parent whose little one had bitten. Mm. And you'd be like, we've had a bite. And you can see just the parent being mortified. Mm. And it's like, honestly, it's, you know... And then also having to tell the parent whose child's been bitten. Yeah. That's really hard. And... I completely understand that picking your child up and seeing them with a bite on them Mm. is awful. It's a horrible feeling, but it's equally horrible for the parent whose child is biting. Yeah,
0: yeah. And
1: these are just tiny little people who are trying to make sense of their world. And if your child is the one that's been bitten, Mm -hmm. understand that your child might not be a biter, but there may be something down the road. yeah. That they will do to another child, that you will be, you know, equally mortified. They might struggle with sharing, or they might, mm-hmm. you know, they may be a child who hits because that's mm-hmm. what comes out in them. And it's it's understanding that everyone comes a it different. This isn't in any way a reflection of parenting.
0: No, and I think that's really important to say because I think lots of people say, "Oh, well, they should make sure that." Um, you know, they get their boundaries in, blah, 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 blah. But actually, that doesn't really help, does it? No. No. And
1: ultimately, these children, children don't bite to hurt someone. No. They do it because they're coping with something. Mm-hmm. And I know that They're not saying, even testing
0: boundaries, are they? No. It's just a, it's just a natural reaction to something They may happened. be testing
1: a boundary in that that's where their frustrations come from, mm-hmm. because... You've said, no, yeah. we can't do this, or whatever it might be. And they've got frustrated, mm-hmm. and their behaviour is to them bite. Mm-hmm. But it's not... They're not biting for no reason. Yeah, yeah. There is a, always an underpinning reason why right. a little one will bite. So Even it, an older child, actually. It, you know, some children are older and will bite. Mm. And again, it's potentially that they can't communicate effectively with... In that moment, they're just mm-hmm. overwhelmed. That actually by giving a bite, it does stop an adult in their tracks.
0: Mm.
1: And you suddenly change your focus. You suddenly come down potentially on their level. You start to talk to them. And sometimes it is that little kind of, okay. Mm-hmm. They do it subconsciously, but it's actually a really good way of honing in
0: mm-hmm.
1: that kind of yeah. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes what we can do is react and be like, you shouldn't have done that. Did and sometimes they're kind of going, I didn't even realise I did it. Mm. And so we have to be careful when we're kind of reacting in the right manner.
0: So, okay, so we've got a situation, somebody's, uh, a child's bitten. We've looked at the triggers. Let's say the trigger is because they're hungry. Mm -hmm. So obviously you feed them. I mean, that's the thing. But Mm -hmm. how do you, and you stop to, in that instance, you've said, haven't you, that you would move... Yeah. dinner forward a little bit okay so maybe that's not the best example because you've just given that <laughs> See? one
1: you've already got you know <laughs> you go. okay so if we say that perhaps if so some
0: children are playing together
1: yeah you're at the park mm-hmm. and your little one is kind of playing on and some equipment or it's soft play or somewhere like that the child's there and another child comes along takes a toy and your child bites them it's about keeping your response quite calm. Now, this is, again, I think lots of pe- adults find tricky because they want to show a strong reaction to the other adults around. Yeah. They don't want to look like they're being, they're not disciplined. Would you or, like a
0: cuddle? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> and so, but try to forget that mm.
0: <laughs> and
1: just focus in on your child because not everyone really understands that approach but it doesn't mean it's the wrong approach so Mm. what you want to do is kind of go oh I think you just you know such and such just took your toy and you're a bit cross I can see that but you can't bite biting hurts and look they're crying and you can do this with babies and everything else but what you've done straight away is gone I know what was wrong Mm -hmm. that child took your toy and you were a bit cross so you've acknowledged that they're feeling an emotion but you are putting in those boundaries of we can't bite because that hurts Mm -hmm. maybe next time I will help you and if they come and take the toy we will find another toy or whatever and say that you'll be there and Mm -hmm. if you have a child who is going through a phase of biting I would say kind of be on alert so that you can try and get in there and as you said when we did the scenario. Try and get in there before Mm -hmm. it escalates. So if you know that they're struggling with the other children coming and taking toys be close the minute you see another child coming being like oh I think such and such is probably going to want to play with that as well Mm -hmm. should we have a look and you know do you want to give it to them and we'll look at this toy or should we give this toy to them so that you're starting to role model Mm -hmm. that you understand that this is going to be a tricky time for them and you're kind of there helping them with the strategies you're not taking over and you're not taking toys away because if you can't play nicely But what you're doing is kind of just getting in there before. So what does
0: happen at nursery? you asked me that. And obviously you would hope, like I said, that they would be on that page. But, you know, I can't remember what the ratios are. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there's however many children to a a nursery nurse. Mm -hmm. So they can't be doing that all the time necessarily.
1: No. What we would always do is, again, looking at the triggers. So we would watch... If we had a child who was doing it quite a lot, Mm -hmm. we would watch that child and we would know what went before it. Mm -hmm. So what was the trigger? And again, so we're looking at, did someone go over? Is it snack time? Is it whatever it might be? What did they do? Mm -hmm. So did they try to do something and then bite? So did they try to kind of grab the toy back? Child wouldn't let them. So then they bit. And then what happened after? So Mm -hmm. what was kind of... The outcome of that and if you can start nursery should build that and they should start to see if there's a pattern Mm -hmm. in there because sometimes some children do so I had a little one in nursery years ago now and he was so affectionate that he just loved to go up to other babies and kiss them Mm -hmm. but then I think he got overwhelmed with how much he loved to like mouth their cheeks mm-hmm. and everything else that he used to then clamp down on, them. Ooh. yeah, which was, was not pleasant no. and was not great when other parents had to come and no. collect their children. And children had big bite, marks. bite mark on their cheek, no. but he did it out of yeah, just love. overwhelming yeah. love, mm. and you could see it because he was cuddling them and he was like going oh, to kiss them. I think you were like, oh. So what we did is just again intervening each mm-hmm. time and yes ratios are difficult and everything else they're not responsible for one child but when something like that's happening you will find a way to just and so would in-
0: you recommend then if you're a parent who the nursery keeps saying your child is biting your child is biting you need to stop yep. them da, 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 da. if that does happen i mean you know you hope that that wouldn't happen very often but if it does happen that you have to say to them okay you have to almost lead that strategy don't you and say
1: so much communication with nursery Mm. have a really open communication with nursery with regards to you know your child's key worker if Mm. you're not getting anywhere there then speak to the manager you know this isn't the first time they'll have dealt with it no but sort of saying to them can we look at what the triggers are what is it that you know at home? We've noticed, mm-hmm. or at home it doesn't happen. I was just going to
0: say, sometimes is that the case? Sometimes mm-hmm. at home it doesn't
1: happen, and sometimes it happens at home and doesn't at nursery. nursery yeah. And so, yeah, it's just being really open communication and say to them, "Can you start to kind of keep a record of when it's happening and what's mm-hmm. happening, so that we can try and work out mm-hmm. how to?" And they help should them. do that, shouldn't yes, they? They should because yeah. they'll want to sort it out as much as anything else. Yeah, but also if they bite you yeah again look at why they've bitten you have they have you picked them up and you're giving them a cuddle and it's like the first cuddle of the day and they're just like oh, i've missed you yeah. and they kind of clamp sure. onto your shoulder that's happened you know oh. and you're like oh <laughs> i've missed you too <laughs> um and it's kind of going oh before as soon as you know they start to do that when they feel yeah. that overwhelm kind of just gently pull them away from you and go oh, you are so happy to see me and I'm so happy to see you, but we're not biting. Let's have a cuddle Mm. or, you know, so that you're just putting it in there. I can see why you're doing it, but let's just, let's Mm. just hold off. And if you can see them coming at you with Mm. their mouth open, (laughs) (laughs) which sometimes they do, it's kind of going, oh, and just slightly holding them Mm -hmm. back and going, we're not going to bite because that hurts me. Mm -hmm. Shall we have a cuddle? And if you can see that the mouth goes open again, it's like, I know it's really nice, and give them a really nice squeeze, kind of to give them that sense of
0: yeah release release. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and Can you so, give
0: them something to bite?
1: Yeah, particularly if they're teething, then yeah. like teething rings and things. But if it's in that moment and they're feeling and it with you, really
0: got, no. they're,
1: they're not going to bite down on something. They're just a bit overwhelmed, and so. Mm-hmm. But it's also try not to react in a really heightened manner
0: mm-hmm.
1: because sometimes what we do is like, "Ouch, that really hurt, ouch, you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they don't even know they've done it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if the trigger was something else, mm-hmm. so something like they felt a bit overwhelmed or whatever, they won't make the connection between the biting and what you've just done. Mm-hmm. And so what you as calm as you can be, mm-hmm. and that seems a strange thing to do, But you're still putting in those boundaries but keep calm Mm -hmm. because if we react really heightened what happens then is they will do it again to see what happens what happens Hmm. and it's like every time i do this this happens but if they haven't got control over the biting they're even more confused Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's really trying to make sure that you're keeping us calm which is really hard in the moment
0: so just to recap mm-hmm. before we finish yep first thing if your child is biting look at the triggers yep then once you've identified the triggers try and
1: step in yep try and, and step in to intervene before and give them some strategies to help and this is even from babies right you can do it even if they're pre-verb you know non-verbal at this mm-hmm. point Just talk to them about it and talk to them through about how to resolve it.
0: And if they do bite, don't react in a like shouty way, even if people are watching.
1: And always acknowledge what was the trigger Uh before you start talking to them about not
0: biting. So remain calm and say, I know that you were feeling X because X happened, but we mustn't bite. Yeah, we can't bite because biting hurts hurts and look... Such, such, and such and such is, such crying, is crying, and that or makes them that sad. That really hurt me. Out, you, you know.
1: Look, yeah. that that's sore, and so you know we can't do that mm. next time. And then mm. depending on the circumstance, but
0: yeah, I mean when you talk about it like that, it kind of seems quite almost in inverted commas because I know it isn't always, but quite a straightforward thing to kind of get over once you know what you're looking for. Yeah. So hopefully that really works well out.
1: And like I said, please don't ever think it's a reflection. No. And don't ever think your child is, you know, because they bite. And even if they bite when they're a bit older because they've got overwhelmed. They're not bad, are they? No, No. some people still get overwhelmed now. And like I said right at the beginning, remember some of those football, you know, football, is it? Football and and rugby and, you know, boxing, I think it was as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, boxing.
1: Yeah. But sometimes, and I'm not saying it's right. Absolutely not as an adult, is it right to bite anyone else? But if we're finding adults struggle sometimes, yeah. then children children really will. And we just have to help them through it. It's just a learning opportunity for them. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of embarrassment and awkwardness that sometimes goes alongside yeah. it. And it would be really nice if everyone could just... support each other I think yeah a little bit Um, more understanding yeah Yeah. and that no parent wants their child to bite, and no No. parent wants their child to be bitten no but unfortunately
0: it happens it happens because
1: (laughs) we have little ones who are learning how to control Mm -hmm. their emotions yeah that's everything for today thanks for listening if there's something you'd like us to talk about we'd love you to get in touch and let us know find us on facebook and instagram at bespoke family or head to our website the links are in our show notes
0: Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the next episode and please give us a rating or review if you like what you hear. We're Bex and Claire and we'll be back soon with another episode of Newborn to Teen and Everything in Between. See you then.